the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome back. This is You Ought to Know, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. Hope you enjoyed that last show. Felt like we should rerun that because I don't care what side of the fence you're on. I just want you to vote. That's all I care about. Hey, this hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. You know, labor costs are skyrocketing, and self-checkout seems to be the solution. Well, you need to give them a call at 800-540-2149. Hey, Walmart, Home Depot, Costco, a lot of stores are doing it. Uh, So, you know, take a look at it. Just give them a call, 800-540-2149. If you own a liquor store, corner store, or even a large grocery store, they'll come out. And if their system works with your system, it's going to cost you as little as you'd pay for a a new cash register. So give them a call, 800-540-2149. And you'll also get seven-day-a-week 24 hours of service, and I'm talking over 40 years. Also, hot rods and custom stuff. If you've got a hot rod, man, I tell you what, you definitely want to check out hot rods and custom stuff. 760-745-1170. All right, hey, Ford's going to do a little rework to the Escape, and I talked to Adriana uh, Zosky. She's the Escape brand manager. Take a listen. Hey, folks, I know you've been waiting for Ford to give you a, a little compact SUV escape. Well, they've done even one step better than that. You're going to get a sporty little ST lineup with three different powertrains. And we've got uh, Adrian Zasky. She's the escape brand manager for the U.S. Market Online. Boy, you have got to be really excited about the new escape. Dave, I am so pumped to be talking about escape. It's We've been working on it for years, basically, essentially, since the 20 model, all new launched. I think this refresh is really going to excite customers from exterior and interior differentiation. And like you mentioned, the new ST line looks incredible and will help customers really stand out from the pack. Well, you know, what I think I like about the ST line is that, you know, you're taking a a vehicle that's pretty much Point A, point B, haul the kids, haul the family, go to the grocery store. But the mm-hmm. ST line puts that little zing in your step. In other words, you're excited about getting in it. It's got, you know, a lot of performance orientation in that vehicle. Even though you can get a, a plug-in or a hybrid, you're still going to have a ton of fun, and it looks good. Absolutely. We've heard time and again from customers that this segment can feel a bit like a sea of sameness. All of the SUVs kind of look the same and kind of message the same. 
this ST line is really going to stand out from the pack. We're offering what we're calling a new coast-to-coast -coast light bar that connects the headlamps across the grill. When this thing is in your rearview mirror, you are going to know you're driving in front of an Escape, and we love that. Yeah, I know, and, and I thought that was unique, plus a little single-wing rear spoiler. You're going to put rear skid plates on it. I mean, you're yeah. actually going to give that customer, you know, and, and whether it be the, the husband or the, or the wife, who likes to be a little bit more sporty, you're going to give mm -hmm. them a vehicle they can take care of the family, but feed that little sportiness as well. Absolutely. And you can get our two-liter EcoBoost powertrain on ST-Line for up to 250 horsepower. This thing is going to zip and zoom through traffic. It's going to be so much fun to drive. Well, you guys have done so well with the ST-Line and other you know branches of Ford. I mean, it was almost a no-brainer that you would bring it to the escape, and I don't think that transition was as difficult as people would think because you've already got, you know, the game plan laid out. You just had to fit it to the, to the product. Exactly, and we know escape customers like these sporty appearance packages. We have a couple on, on escape today, but what we're really excited about, this ST line, with all of the exterior and interior differentiation, you're going to get all of that for a $995 walk off of our already very affordable active series. So this thing is not going to be tied to our high-end series. This is going to be accessible for many customers. We expect this to represent 50% of Escape Mix. So this is, this is going to be a volume play for us, and, and we're really excited for customers to be able to get in it and see all of the, the very cool touches that we've put inside including the red stitching throughout the interior. It's, it's really eye-catching. And I think you've got a little bit of a, a sweet sound coming out of the tailpipes, too. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I know. I love the SD line. I'm older than dirt, but I just can't get it out of my system. Because there's nothing you hate worse than somebody saying, well, I had to sell my Mustang because I've got two more kids. Well, now that's fine. Keep the Mustang, put it in the garage, and go buy an Escape ST, and you probably won't drive the Mustang for a while. Yeah, and you're going to get with that Escape standard sliding second row seats that move up to six inches fore or aft to make it even easier for those uh, backseat riders to get in and out of the vehicle. That's amazing. And you're throwing a 13.2-inch center stack screen in there. You're going to have technologies like adaptive cruise control, stop and go, predictive speed assist, rear cross traffic, rear brake, uh, evasive steering assist, and connected built-in navigation. I, I mean, how could it? And I love 360 camera. I think that's, mm -hmm. I think that should be on every car, period. And thank you for the wireless charging pad. I just found out about, what is that new plug-in now, USB 3? I don't want to go buy another cable. So I'm glad you got wireless right. in there. <laughs> well, what's even cooler, standard on Escape is the Sync 4 system, new for Escape, with wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So if you're like me and you get into your vehicle and you immediately plug it in so that you get all of your cool phone gadgets right on your screen, no more cords required. With the wireless charging pad, with the wireless Apple CarPlay, you just get in and go and your vehicle takes care of the rest. 
All right. Well, you don't live in lovely California where our fuel prices are seven, eight dollars a gallon. You're giving the consumer five hundred and fifty miles of range in this vehicle, and you can also get a plug-in hybrid, which gives you all of the fourth-generation hybrid propulsion systems, when including a two-point-five liter Atkinson, you know, cycle hybrid engine. Where if you want to get up and go, you can do it and still have 210 mm-hmm. horse. Yes, we love our hybrid and plug-in hybrid powertrains. It is the best of both worlds for customers that are interested in fuel economy, interested in the electrified future, but not quite ready to make the leap to a full battery electric. This plug-in hybrid Uh, We are targeting up to 37 miles of all-electric range. And the beautiful thing is, as soon as that electric range runs out, if you aren't near a charging station, the powertrain slips seamlessly into your gas powertrain, and you're you're on the road without a second thought. So there is no range anxiety whatsoever on this plug-in hybrid. Well, you know as well as I do, the infrastructure in the United States is not even close, Okay. So hopefully vehicles like this will give the administration, whoever's in charge, a a moment to pause and say, you know, we're getting super fuel mileage. We're getting clean tailpipe readings. You know, let's work on the infrastructure. Let's work on charging stations. Let's work on all that and, you know, slow down on, hey, we're going to just get rid of all the gas cars by 2035. Mm -hmm. And let's work a little harder on plug-ins and hybrids until we're ready. And I think if yeah. we did that, it would make a major impact on on green energy. Don't, don't you kind of agree? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm really proud of what Ford's been able to do. Um, with our Ford Pass app, PHEV customers can actually go in there. Um, as you mentioned, it could be hard to try and find a charging station, but that Ford Pass app will point out charging stations along your route um, for customers that are interested in in getting a little charge while they're on the road, you're absolutely right. And we got to work on maintenance of these plug-in systems. I was talking to uh, Robbie Buell, who took a, a Mach E GT cross country, and I interviewed him. And I said, "How'd it go?" He says, "Oh my God, the vehicle was unbelievable." Mm-hmm. I said, "Fantastic." He says, "Did you have any any negatives?" He goes, "Yeah, a lot of the charging stations we went to weren't working." So we have bumps in the road, okay? It's not the vehicles. You guys have figured it out. You took on the challenge, and you're giving the consumer a full-blown all-electric car that's trouble-free, okay? Now it's up to the government and, and the cities and the states to take care of the infrastructure, and I'm sure eventually that's where we will end up. But in the meantime... At least you're not just giving up. You're still working on giving people something that's going to put money in their pockets, give them confidence to go on a nice long trip. I mean, you even got a, uh, you know, you're, I mean, the one thing I like about your level one charge is that you can use 110, and it doesn't yep. take forever exactly. to charge it up. Exactly. Yep. No special equipment required. You can plug it in um, in a standard wall outlet. Well, you know as well as I do, some of your competition will take three days on 110. Okay. That, that, just, <laughs> that just doesn't work. I don't even know why they brought that portion of it to the market. But, hey, that's, what, that's why it's competition, right? 
Right. We're very proud of, of this escape he has in particular. Okay, so I got to get off the phone and call Jason and find out when it's going to hit the fleet. And so I can get one down here and we'll get some TV. And if you ever want to come to San Diego, you're more than welcome to fly out. You can do the segment with me. I would love to. I hope to see you out there, Dave. All we'll right, absolutely get you a plug-in hybrid. So, hey, how do people find out more about it? Just go, what, Ford.com? Ford.com vehicle is up there now. Build and price is open and order banks are open. So if you see a vehicle you like, please reach out to your dealer and, and get an order in today. Yeah, I tell people, you know, we're still having a little bit of a drag on getting product to the street, but the best way to do it, order it online, hook up with a dealer, and when it shows up, it's yours. Absolutely. All right, Adrian, thank you very much, and have a wonderful week. Thanks, Dave, you too. All right, folks, welcome back to You Auto Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Go to Auto Service for all your automotive needs. They work on all my cars. Dave and Connie really, really take good care of you. So if you're looking for a good, honest shop down in the uh, La Mesa area, check out Express Auto Service at expressautoservicelamesa.com. Hey, we got Kristen Barclay on today, and she's actually going to do a double. Uh, Brian is flying someplace, and so we I thought I'd just give her a scream. And she's got a per- two rather unique vehicles, one I can't afford and one I can't. <laughs> should we ask which is which or uh yeah right no i think you know which one i can and which one i can't it's kind of like you and i are in the same boat i mean even if we can you afford know, either one of them but i mean well you know what actually yeah so it's interesting because i looked at the price tag so uh, we'll talk about the 2023 defender 110 okay. uh, v8 first and so the price tag on this because of the v8 it's up there. It's, it's six figures. Yeah. But what I did not know, what I didn't know is that, so the, well, let me back up for a second because I get excited and get ahead of myself. You could get in a Defender 90, right, which is the two-door mm-hmm. for less, right? But the four-door is a Defender 110, but it's still starting MSRP of 53400 for mm-hmm. the standard trim. Right. Then it goes up to the S, 55.3. Then you go to the SE, 669. Then the X Dynamic SE seventy two. All right, we're already over your your budget, my budget, right? Mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. up to the X at ninety thousand eight hundred, and then when you go to the V eight one eleven three hundred, wow. and then the Carpathian uh, is one hundred eighteen thousand four hundred. So <sighs> at least at least it has a range, a wide range, yeah, um, to get into you know most people's budget. Um, but yeah, uh, the, you know the kids fell in love with the exterior before they even got into it. They were like, Mom, that looks really cool. Like, we want to we wanna drive it. <laughs> and uh, Hunter got a kick as to when he got in, in it, and he saw, like, the V8, because it has, like, V8 on the kind of on the running board area. Right. Um, he's like, Mom, he goes, guess what this thing is, is running with? And I'm like, uh, what? He's like, a V8. And I'm, like, all impressed, right? I'm like, oh, my son is paying attention. This is awesome. <laughs> and then later on, I, as I'm getting out of the car, I see the little V8, and I'm like, ah, uh-huh, he tricked me. <laughs> yeah. Um, he should have said, oh, Bob's got a V8 after you drove it. I know, right? Or if he had told me the horsepower, I should have said, okay, well, uh, uh, yeah. that's, that's impressive. But what's the horsepower this V8's, put, V8's putting out? Because 518 horsepower, 461 pounds wow. of the torque. Um, it, it's ready. 
but I, I'm with them. I like the boxy exterior for a different reason. I like it because it kind of honors the defender's legacy, and mm. I've always been a fan of the defender. And just because it's always been a unique SUV, it's always kind of stayed in its own lane or created its own lane, so to speak. Um, but yet they've still made it look more modern and given it kind of a refined look while, um, you know, paying tribute to the heritage and the legacy, which I really appreciate that they've done that. You know, whereas a lot of vehicles these days have just kind of gotten to the point where it feels like the designer goes in, he just wipes the slate clean and starts all over. Mm-hmm. They haven't done that. They didn't need to do that. Well, um, well people it, try to get into their lane, you know, because because yes. like Range yes. Rover, Land Rover, they have their own lane. It's it's there's I mean there is absolutely no vehicle out there, vehicle to vehicle that out could perform it with as many of them as they build. So everybody wants to be there, and some try to pull it off, some not so much. But you're right, and I think because they stayed exactly, well, almost not exactly, but you know that basic size and shape. Is it's like putting a key, a Porsche key, on the right side when you know it belongs on the left. Yeah, they've stayed true. They know what works well. Yeah. They don't want to. They they haven't wanted to do anything, and they haven't done anything to compromise their exceptional off road SUV off road capability. I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is one of the most capable off road SUVs, and they'll and they'll tell you that. You know, I, I think you and I tend to look at a price tag like this and go. I'm not taking that into the woods. Yeah. You know, I'm not climbing that Rocky Mountain with this vehicle. You know, but I've been on I've been on trips where you know you do the, the Land Rover people are in. Yeah, they're in they're they're in there with you, telling you, no, I want you to drive it up that mountain. You know, no, I want you to take it across this um, because Creek. it can do it and it can. Oh yeah. Um, it, it, it's bigger. It's more luxurious than the Wrangler or the Bronco. Um, but, but almost more importantly than that is a lot of times when you have an off-road vehicle that's as capable as a Defender, you have to have trade-offs. Right. So if it's, if it's off-road capable, then maybe it's not the, tr- the most comfortable for that right. long eight-hour drive to Grandma's house, right? right? Not Land Rover. They have found the perfect balance with their suspension um, as well as, you know, the creature comforts, as I call it, all the tech and all the, you know, the, the seating and mm-hmm. the interior and the layout, the design, that they really have not compromised. Um you know, the the one knock that, that you have on the Defender, I mean, the one and, and pretty much only thing I can say um, negative about it is just the fuel economy. Um, but, you know, I think you know going in, it's going to be about 14 in town, 19 mm. on the highway, averages around 16 overall. Yeah, yeah. It just is what it is, right? You know right. what I mean? And, and I don't think that that's really, for the people I know that are buying a Defender, that's they're not, not really concerned about fuel economy. Yeah, that's not high on their list. Maybe where do I can I get gas? Not so much how much do I have to pay gas. Exactly. And they exactly. service with the dealer. You don't, I mean, and that's what's neat about, you know, if you have or we're going to get a, a one that's a couple of years old, you probably could be confident that you're going to get a good vehicle. And I like leasing a, a company vehicle that has that long of a range, because if you started at the bottom end of the lease chain car, would you say sixty something thousand? Right, sixty three. So you, okay, so you lease like it for fifty three four would be the standard. Okay, so you lease that for three years. You know, you put your three thousand down. You got your payments probably around three four hundred dollars a month. But then you can actually start working your way up the the ladder and if your vehicle's in good shape you probably will get good deals on anything above the base model just take a few years 
No, I mean, that's a good point. You know, I had a friend that wanted to look at it while we had it. Um, and because uh, the, the night they delivered it was national night out in our neighborhood. So it got a lot of attention because everybody was out kind of having a block party and they were driving past it. Everybody said, wow, that's that's a really good looking SUV. What is that? And I had a friend that wanted to look at it. And she said, you know, she said, here's my concern. She said, Land Rover, if I'm going to buy one, I'm always going to be taking it to the dealership for service. Yeah. And I said, okay. And she was, well, I don't want to do that. And I said, what do you mean you don't want to do that? I said, where are you going to go? And she's like, well, I'm. You know, I'm just pulling a random generic, not to not to pull anybody down, but, you know, I'm going to go to Bob's Fix-It Shop, right? Uh-huh, yeah. And I said, why? And she said, because I'm going to save money. And I said, you don't want to do that with any vehicle you have. And I pointed out, you know, something that you and I talk about almost weekly, which is if your vehicle ever has a recall. Uh-huh. And there's more and more of those these days. It's just the nature of the world we live in right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, you know, the dealership's going to be aware of that. And they may even be able to do preventive maintenance. It could be something as simple as a software update, mm-hmm. um, you know, to keep your vehicle out of that recall that ne- where it would need something more major down the road. Um, and she was like, you know what? I that never crossed my mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, and let me just add a little bit to your to your to your pie. If you take your vehicle to the dealer and do the oil changes, which is like every seven thousand miles. Tune-ups are way out there. In fact, there's no such thing as a tune-up. That's another story in itself. But if there is a recall, it's free for as long as that vehicle's on the road. But the benefit of going to the dealer is if there's a technical service bulletin. Now, that has nothing to do with warranty. That has nothing to do with nationwide recalls. That means, let's say you've got a wind noise coming out of the left vent. And between the dealers and the factory... They found that, oh, all you need to do is replace this one clamp, and it, and it won't whistle, okay? Well, if you're not going to the dealer, you're going to have to live with that whistle if you have it. So there's way more benefits to going to the dealer now. And trust me, their prices are equal to the independent. I mean, that's when 80% of my advertisers are shops and a dealership. So I stay pretty close to it. But the perception is, oh, my God, never go to the dealer. Oh, it's just too too, too expensive. But the other thing, too, if you get to a point where you're over warranty by maybe a couple couple months or maybe a couple thousand miles, if you've been servicing with that dealer, I know your situation is a little bit different, uh, but that's another story. But normally they will go they will help you out they'll extend that warranty as long as you've been servicing and doing everything else right no i i think those are great valid points and you know the other thing that i pointed out to her is i said look whether you're spending thirty five thousand or one hundred and thirty thousand dollars on a vehicle mm-hmm. that's a commitment it's yes. a big commitment yes. and so i want to take it to a place where i can get a relationship yep you know and and we're they're staying up on the latest technology that exactly. is exactly that vehicle yeah and so, you know, and, and again, it was things that, you know, she hadn't thought of. And also, I always recommend, I mean, this is just me personally, if I'm buying any new vehicle, I, I try and buy my service plan through the dealership because oh. if you if you net-net, you know, if you multiply what it's going to cost each yep. time you bring it in versus the plan, you always save money. Well, see, that's where, um, my, cool. Kia, that's where my Kia and Hyundai commercial and Volkswagen and Suzuki and a couple, or not Suzuki, but Mitsubishi, buy the car. You get a five-year, 60,000-mile bumper-to-bumper. You get a five-year, 10,000 or 100,000 or 10-year, 100,000 powertrain. You buy the factory extended warranty, and now you have a vehicle that's guaranteed for 10 years or 100,000 miles outside of wear items for what? A couple, couple thousand dollars up front. It's the only way to right. do it. And, you know, so, so let me point out, since we were talking about Land Rover, let me point out their warranty. So they have a four-year, 50,000-mile new vehicle limited warranty. 
a four-year, 50,000-mile roadside assistance, mm-hmm. and then the six-year unlimited mileage corrosion warranty. Right. And that's important when you're taking a vehicle off-road. I mean, this this vehicle has apps that shows you, you know, uh, the the water level, like when you're fording sure. going through a creek or whatever. Yeah. Um, it has just some really cool apps that show you, um, you know, how to use the vehicle off-road. And so it's important to know the warranty coverage that do come with it yep. if you are using it in that fashion. Yes, without a shadow of a doubt. And so we're going to take a break and do the second car. But the other thing I highly recommend, if your dealer has anything to do with, with the Rover Corporation and they're putting on uh, classes, I don't know if when you buy one you get a one-day class like you do with a Corvette and a couple other vehicles on the on the market. But I can imagine that Land Rover and, and Range Rover do that, don't don't you think? I know some dealerships do. Yeah, I think it depends on the vehicle. But, yeah, no, that's a great point. I would definitely take advantage of that because they're oh. super cool, for one. But right. also, you learn so much about your vehicle that you might not know for three yeah. years down the road if you don't. And you use their vehicle, not yours. True. True. All Good right, point. we're going to take a quick break. What are we going to talk about coming up next? Lexus ES300H. Mm-hmm. Which one did you like the best? Don't answer that till we come back right here on the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Segment's brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Uh, oh, nope, take that back. John's Automotive Care right there at 6267 Riverdale Street in San Diego. Go to johnsandiegoautorepair.com. Napa Auto Care, AC certified, master tech, warranty good, clear across the U.S., three years, 36,000 miles. All right, we got Kristen Barclay back. She's hanging in for uh, Brian as Brian's on travel. And we just finished talking about uh, the Defender. So if money wasn't an object, because they're not similar, but they, they, they do kind of the same thing, four-door, all some people. What would you pick? Yeah. Well, you know, I've got to go with the Defender because it's an SUV, because it's off-road capable, yeah. because it's just uh, – and it's distinctive, right? Now, not to take any way, anything away from the Lexus, because they continue to redefine um, their styling and just kind of dial it in, I think. Um and, and you know what? Let me bring up an interesting point. I had a different vehicle a couple of weeks ago. I had a uh, had a BMW uh, M60, mm. and it has a very big grill on it, right? And it's kind of an interesting. It's a different looking SUV. And my son looks at it and he goes, "Man, that grill is cool." Mm. And so you know, I was like, "Okay, interesting." And you know, a couple hours later, my daughter comes out. She goes, "Wow, she's like, this thing's different. I like it." And so I started thinking about that. And I was thinking about how like. The younger crowd, mm. the, the, the youth, they look at things completely different. We fixate on the size of the grill on Lexus for quite a while now. And obviously, it must not be impacting Lexus sales because they're still selling. I mean, and, and for example, this ES sedan is their best selling, um, I think, in their lineup. Mm. Uh, rides on the platform of the Avalon, which you know I think is now extinct. Yes. And, um, you know, they're they're selling well. Um, so I think it's it's total package and i think it's also uh the younger generation likes that striking bold design more but what do i know no no i i agree in fact if you remember what six years ago when i had you on the show you know i i said there's going to be a time where i'll be interested to hear what your kids have to say about cars because they're 
I mean, they're getting a little opinionated. You know, they're telling you what you what they like and what they don't like. And just as you mentioned, you know, they love the styling of a car that you probably wouldn't buy. So eventually, if we can talk them into it, probably have to pay them. Uh, have them, you know, have them come in and maybe be part of a review sometime. Yeah, for sure. They just seem to get really quiet when they're talking vehicles. I I mean, you know, to bring that up, I'm in the Lexus ES. I think it has, you know, like I said, a winning combination. I think they they continue to refine the exterior and kind of dial in on the driving dynamics and and their sound systems, you know, are always – I always talk about sound systems in the Lexus because they're just tuned for the vehicle and they're fantastic. But my son got in, and he's now finally old enough to ride in the front seat to ride shotgun next to me, and he said – Mom, this car is meh. And I was like, what? okay, um, I, I don't speak 12-year-old. Define meh for me. And he goes, well, he's like, for a luxury sedan, and those were his terms, he goes, I just think they should have done more. And so I was like, okay, well, can you be more specific? And he said, well, I like what they've done with the screen. It has a large, I want to say 11, 12-inch screen. He goes, and I like the fact that it's more integrated now. It doesn't look like it's kind of... You know, we've talked about before how they look detachable or, mm-hmm. like, you know, foldable or whatever. This this blends in. He goes, I like that. He said, but then you come down in their center console area where the AC and everything is, and he said that panel feels dated. And I was like, he's right. But it didn't really dawn on me to right. look at it that way. Yeah. And, and I think what he's talking about is, you know, so many of the vehicles that we're driving now are very touchscreen. Everything is kind of modern and, and, and almost futuristic looking. And this has, for the, the heat and the cool, has, like, little actual knobs where you, you know, bump it up and down. Oh, okay. And then it has, like, the little digital screen. And then it has the knob for the radio and the media and seek track. And then you come down, and it has these old-school button-type style for the heated seats and the ventilated seats. And then a CD player right below that. And then it dawned on me that I've gotten to the point where I don't notice if a car has a CD player anymore because... Who uses it, right? We all have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto or, you know, uh, what is it, satellite radio. My son's like, Mom, what's that? I was like, CD player. And he goes, why does it have that? (laughs) And Dave, I think my my entire head turned gray. (laughs) I don't. Mine just did. Yeah, I know. But I I can go back. If you really want to freak him out, say, hey, Dave's got a quiz for you. He says, what's a a cassette player? And then what's an eight-track? It'll be done. I'm not going 78, 33, and a third and 45. I just can't go that far back. <laughs> no, I hear you. Uh, you know, I do like the fact that they've made it driver-centric. I do yeah. like the fact that, for example, my kids are now the fun police, and they look at me and go, Mom, you're doing 67. I'm like, yeah, we're in a 65. Oh. You can't do 67. They can't really see the speedometer in this yeah. because everything's kind of more centered for the driver, which I like. Yeah. Um, I think it's a great selling sedan. It's just interesting to hear a 12-year-old <laughs> – get in this car and give their you know perception but you know what what's the i wonder what the demographics for this vehicle are i mean their audience is probably 40 and over anyway that's that's kind of from what i remember i think that's that's what they're looking at and uh, you know it's kind of the replacement uh, of the avalon you know because that's gone and you know they're they're kind of whittling away their station away are their four doors you know the camera and the corolla you know, I, I don't know how much longer, you know, they're going to stay with that, you know, even on the Lexus side. Yeah, you could be right. I mean, again, I think this is one of their best-selling vehicles in their lineup, from what I understand. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, it's certainly in, enjoyable to drive. It's practical with the four doors. It's got plenty of space in the, um, 
in the trunk. It's it's got good visibility. It's not boring, but it's not dynamic. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as far as drivability, but you know, it it it, it gets you to A and B in style, and yeah. that's what most people are looking for in this sedan setting. And comes in. This is a hybrid. Comes in at forty one thousand nine hundred. Right. Um, or you could get the F-Sport, which would be more fun to drive, at around 45000 Right. And, and, you know, like I said, and it's it's a hybrid. I mean, you're going to get way better fuel mileage than if it was just gas. And if it was all electric, then you'd have other issues you'd have to deal with. So I, I've really become a hybrid enthusiast, I guess you could say. I think so, too. With the prices continuing to go up, we just got back from Alaska. It was still cheaper than California. I mean, you're going to kill me, but gas in Alaska was five five twenty two a gallon. Whoa. Wow. Well, you're getting close to us. I think gas in town was five thirty nine. Well, I'm running 42 miles to the see, gallon in see. this Lexus ES this week. Yeah. And you wouldn't if it was a gas. You absolutely would not. I'll tell you how bad it's gotten. My wife went to a dog show this weekend, and we have a 2015 Chrysler Town & Country. And guess what it runs? E85. And I told her, start <laughs> dumping it in there. Dude, she did a round trip, t- uh, trip like two and a half hours, on 30 bucks. So I said, just put the E85 in there. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Shocker. But And then I, I, since we're uh, – just one more quick thing. Did you see an autom- automotive news – to where all of a sudden they're in a panic because they're all looking for minerals for all these electric vehicles, cobalt. I mean, we knew that. We knew I that know, was coming. We knew that was issue with the batteries. You that and I knew it. Chip shortage. You yeah, and I, I mean, knew it. It's you know like what? buy the Lexus EX yep. ES hybrid that I've been driving. It, the reliability it's going to last for a long time, oh, forever. and you're not going to have any issues. Right. No, I think you're you absolutely know? right. I, mean, I think I think you're absolutely right. Uh, just you know, my recommendation: order it. You know, go online, order it, hook that hook up to a dealer close to you. Unless you can find one on the lot that, you know, that you, you don't really care what the colors are, exterior and interior. But, you know, yeah. You know, I, I still say, I see this every time, Lexus has one of the best paint jobs on the market. Yep. It's just incredible. It's striking, and they hold up well. Mm-hmm. I don't even think, I mean, I don't like white, but other than that, I don't think there's a color I wouldn't like. Um, you know, in, in the Lexus lineup. I just try and avoid white because it just shows absolutely everything. <laughs> what, what color are you in right now? It's a gray, and I don't have the Monroney, so I don't know what they're calling okay. it, but it's it's a it's a dark gray and I don't it's just got this timeless, elegant, sophisticated oh, kind yeah, of look yeah, yeah. Huh. So I like it. I, it's probably like a graphite type color, but the wheels look fantastic on it. I mean and and it's not you know, sometimes with sedans for a while, I kept feeling like they kept taking sedans and trying to make them smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, you know, at least on the exterior, but not compromise the interior. I don't feel like they tried to do that with this. I don't mm-hmm. feel like there's any compromising on the uh, on the space. It has plenty. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. Like I said, I just had one a couple of days back, and you know, and I'm driving O four. I drive an O four. I mean, not not a Lexus. I keep thinking SUV. You're in the four door sedan. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I was trying to find one for my ninety four year old father in law. He wants a car to drive. You can put him in a Lexus, right? I would all day long. That's right. Nice four door, a couple years old. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So you got you got any other cool cars coming, or do they just surprise you? You know, they typically surprise me, but like I said, we'll have to talk about that BMW I had. That, uh, oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, that's it. 
I don't even, my neighbor said he couldn't even buy one yet, but a uh, great vehicle. Interesting steering wheel. Not, have you been in one yet? No, I have not. For some reason, I've had an issue with getting beamers down from LA, but I'm working on oh, it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, so the steering wheel kind of looks like, I'll send you a photo, but it looks almost like something out of an airplane, kind of like more like a yoke than a... Uh, oh, I heard about that. Yeah, send me a photo when you get a chance. Will do. Hey, how do people follow you around? next week. How do people follow hey, you uh, around? Focus focusdailynews.com or find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Y-A-K radio, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, look forward to it. We're going to take a quick break. You are listening to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Ought to Know show, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, so this uh, segment's brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Another AAA Napa Auto Care ASC certified shop. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, 3909 Convoy Street. Dave and his team do a phenomenal job uh, because they're part of Napa and AAA. Any work they do is guaranteed clear across the United States. Uh, like every other good shop out there, they are looking for technicians and service advisors. So if you want to make a really, really good living and really enjoy what you do, give Bumper Doc a call, I mean, a Convoy a call, 858-560-8131. I only said Bumper Doc because they're not there anymore. It's now Collision Doc. I got to remember to change this, Collision Doc. Man, they have moved themselves up the ladder, as the old saying goes. All the insurance companies now, you know, uh, recognize them even though they did in the past, but there's even more on the list now because of the quality work they do. So if you have a ding, a dent, a total, an insurance claim, something that, you know, because you can pick wherever you want to go. So give Bumper Doc a shot and thank them for sponsoring this show. All right, so I've had a couple of vehicles and haven't really had too much time to chat about them. So... I'm going to go ahead and do the one I'm in right now. Uh, it's another Audi. I think I did do the A6 uh, with the station wagon, the all-road. And this, I guess you could almost say, is is, is high up the Audi ladder as in a four-door sedan that you would want to do or go, and that's the 2022 Audi S8. Not anything over the top. Uh, on this particular car. I mean, it's kind of a, not basic, but it's basic. Uh, I'm sure there's other, it was pretty well equipped. I mean, it, it came across at 116 was the start, and it finished up at 135, 595. So it's got a lot of features. Would there be any of them you'd take off the car? Absolutely not. This is a driver's car. I was thinking about it the other day. I can't think of his first name, but he's a, a British actor. And in every chase scene, he's always in an Audi. <laughs> I don't care what model. And I know Audi probably sponsors him. But I think of, of him when I think of this car because it's extremely dependable. I mean, it's dependable as in, and I don't mean longevity, but it does. If you take care of it, it'll last a long, long time. But I'm talking about this thing will get out and do anything you want it to do. Four liter V8, Quattro, eight speed auto, 21 inch tires and wheels. It's got a leveling system. Check this out. So when you walk up to the car and you know put your hand on the door handle, the vehicle raises 
I don't know, four to six inches. I, I didn't measure it, to be honest with you. And then once you get in, then the car settles back down. And all that attributes to the ride with the air suspension, the Quattro, uh, the intelligence of this car is amazing. 563 horsepower and 590 foot pounds of torque. That means you can sit at a dead stop, hammer it, and in 3.8 seconds, you'll be at 60 miles an hour. And that's quick. Do you need it? Probably not. But it's a byproduct of the whole package. And the package is, this is a car you would like to go cross-country in. Well, guess what? Not this 22, but a 2018 S8 uh, I picked up in, uh, uh, well, actually, my, my cousin picked one up in Lexington, Kentucky, drove to Dallas. I flew to Dallas, and we bonsied uh, or drove back to San Diego. So I got a pretty basic of what this car is all about. So is the 22 any different? Yes. And that's all I'm going to say because you're going to have to go out and figure it out yourself because it's all about the drive. Heads-up display, uh, heated and cool front seats, heated rear seats. And on this particular car, it didn't didn't specify it as being an L or L standing for a long wheelbase. Uh but it's it's got a huge back seat. I mean, this thing is pretty pretty massive back seat. Um, this particular one was in ultra blue metallic. Uh, again, go online; you can have the time of your life. You know, just building it. Uh, fuel mileage: seventeen city. I know seven fourteen city seventeen combined twenty three highway. I got uh, thirty seven miles per gallon. Out of a 563 horsepower Audi S8. Yeah, this thing's a rocket ship. So, again, it's all about the drive, and this is the type of car that you want to drive. This is the type of car you want to just get in and go someplace. Las Vegas. It it doesn't really make any difference. I didn't have any crash test info on this particular car because it hasn't been rated yet. Um by the way, you do have to pay a $1,000 gas guzzler tax. Now, why would you find a car that gets, let's just take their numbers, 23 miles per gallon, a gas guzzler tax, Brendan? He's not listening to me. But I just don't get it. But anyway, it is what it is. So, but like I said, you can you can play around with it. You can come up with any and any combination of uh, of online, and I highly recommend go online. Uh, you get online, you can just have the time of your life. Yeah, <laughs> you can build and build and build and build and take down, take down, take down, and then build and build and build and take down till you get to a point where it's your car, and that's the one. It's the one you're looking for. All right, hey, we have got a great show coming up next. Ms. Sandoval just walked in the room. How are you today, teacher? Well, tired. You're good. That's what I want. I was hoping you were going to be in here all falling on the counter, half asleep. <laughs> tired. Yeah, I'm so exhausted. I don't think I'm going to be good. able to it's make sore, it. sore, but not sorry. That's, hey, that's yeah. the kind of sore we want. That's yeah. the normal sore. Racing sore, racing tired. There you go. So yeah. we'll chat it's some tough. more. Who you got coming up? I don't know. Uh, the winner 
Is this going to be another surprise day? Well, it's a surprise for me, too. Two brothers going into a championship night, tied. Oh. And I said, I want to hear the results. Do we have anything on the line? It's a little early. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. That's right. Okay, so hey, we, may I say something about the car you were just reviewing? Yeah, sure. I saw it on TV, KUSI. Yeah. The yeah. eight. I don't know much about Audis except that I hear the higher the number, the, the higher more, the fun factor. Well, yeah. You had the eight. Uh, it looks even better in person. Yeah. It sits lower and it's a little longer than right. I thought from TV. what I saw on TV. And did you see while on TV when you put it up and it touched your hand on the door? The vehicle raised. Yes. Um, yes. Um, yeah. Was Jason out there with you? Yeah. You, I was like about to walk out and go to work and I kept one foot in the door. And to, to, to see uh, Anywho, I thought to myself, is that just one more thing that breaks? <laughs> I'm sorry. They, no, I no, like, no, no, no. Do no. I need that? That would yeah. be my thought. And is it like, yeah, anyway. But it's got a great warranty. So that's where that comes in. And then if you were smart, you lease them. Yeah. You mentioned that. You don't keep your... It's not like a Mustang convertible that's going to be a classic someday. Is this Audi going to be a classic someday? Yeah, if you want to... If this is a car for you. But if it's just point A, point B, and you can afford the lease payment... Well, I like the idea of just like having fun with well, it I for know. three years and then... <laughs> give it back. And then give it back, yeah. Why do you think... Yeah. That's always yeah. been my round-the-round yeah. answer to that question. Well, you brought that up a couple weeks ago when we were talking about replacing the batteries on an electric car, right. and I asked, is that price tag for real? You said yes, and you said leasing is the way to go, and I, I really thought that was a good idea. Well, it, and that for sure, for sure, on an experimental vehicle. Yes. Because it's what an electric, I don't care how long electric cars have been around. They're they're still still, finding out. Well, and you know what? To be all honest with you, so are gas engines. I mean, to to the cars, the electronics. Well, you push the envelope. That's part of it. You're having to put, remember back in the day, you had a six volt battery, right? Sure. You remember those days? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then what'd you get? Now you got a 12 volt battery. Guess what? Now we're up to 48. (laughs) Because we have to be able to power. Yeah. All the. All of the and raising and the, yeah, it exactly. and lowering yeah. it. Yeah, um, the Mercedes we have that E three twenty. We just got rid of that the suspension. Oh. Well, the bag or something. There was a hole, and then it would just sit low and wouldn't go up. So we just took all that fancy stuff off, and we just have springs now. And okay. did you keep it? You still got it? We have the car. Oh, but we oh, got but you rid got of, rid of, the, of the... it. Would raise and low and raise and low. Well, then finally, it, it did not raise any longer. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're like, just clear it out and put some old well, you had fashion. A, yeah, well, you just put suspension back yeah, in it. Yeah. It doesn't ride as good. It's just. It doesn't. It's not our daily driver. No. It's the co- one car we can fit more than two people in. Right. And <laughs> if you have to go someplace, you know, and haul something. What year is it? I don't know. Like t- 07 or something. Maybe it's either. not my daily driver. I know everything about my Mustang. Oh, yeah, about my Mustang. Yeah. All right. So we got the Roadrunner running. The 1970 Plymouth Roadrunner 446 pack air grabber. Yours? My wife's cousin. This has been where the trip I took. Oh, and yeah. So we went up to La Jolla to the, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, Rancho Santa Fe Ooh. car show. Yeah. Of course, we got there late, so they're parked out in the boonies. But that's okay. So we hoofed around, and we drove it around and drove it around, you know, to let everybody see it. Did you, yeah, you catch people's eyes. Boy, talk about technology to technology. So I jump out of that, and I jump in the, yeah. the S8. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you drive a six, 1970 Plymouth Roadrunner 440 air grabber, six, you know, five, four speed, you're hanging on. Yeah. I mean, you're not just, and then the clutch pedal. Oh. 
Do you get a workout? It's one calf bigger than the other? Yeah, it will be if I kept that car. But once you got it up to 70, the air scoop popped up on the hood. What? The other two carburetors kicked in because it's it's three three two-barrel carburetors. Did you post pictures? Not yet. Okay. It's like, did I miss it? I haven't really had time to be on Facebook. You've been busy. So let's talk motorsports. What do you think? I like that idea. That's why I show up. All right. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Racer Radio. Coming up next, right here on FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 